Okay, this is brought to you by Top Cut Central, our number one place for bulk. Please visit topcutcentral.com slash bulk for boxes. B-U-L-K, the number four boxes. And running through the end of this month, final week, that we're having the Vivid Voltage Pokey Dad special. For 2,250 common and uncommon cards can get you a brand new box of Vivid Voltage. That's right. But this is the final week, so make sure you jump on that as quickly as possible for a chance to also win an additional Vivid Voltage booster box. Today, we have Pokedad Adam joining us today. While Pokedad Scott couldn't make it for this week's episode, we discuss upcoming news, all the beautiful things about Vivid Voltage because we had the complete set list drop today, so that was super exciting. And we just we just talk about just things catching up with him. Uh, I do the grind this week, which is just PTCGO related, and then we end the episode with us discussing some helpful tips for you to get better at Pokemon. There's some really juicy ones. So, let's dive in. everybody welcome to another exciting episode of pokey dads a beginner tcg podcast about pokemon sponsored by top cut central i'm your host pokedad rick and with me today is pokedad aaron and pokedad adam <laughs> oh, oh round of applause for adam the better scott <laughs> no no we miss scott i was disappointed when i didn't see him oh. we miss scott too he had a important phone call that he had to do tonight where it he couldn't be mm-hmm. here tonight. But it's all good. I have planned a grind, so we do have a grind without Pokedad Scott. And it will not be some. emotional time with Rick, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say it too, you stole my thunder. That's I, I gotta We're beat you to it in. before before you'd be like stowing your thunder. Rails. <laughs> yeah. Vile plume, vile plume, vile plume. <laughs> Rick, you got up and that's all we that's talked all about. That's all we talked about. Yeah. It was good. It was the best. It was the best conversation ever. <laughs> so, Adam, how are you, man? It's been a hot minute. How are things? It has been a hot minute. Um, well, since you last heard from me, um, I got promoted to assistant manager. Congratulations! Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, congrats. Well, well, I mean, it's it's easy when there's only like two employees now. I mean, there's three of us. Nice. <laughs> uh, essentially, just the manager, myself, and a part timer, and we're trying to keep the store open as much as possible and Christmas is coming mm-hmm. it is so I don't know how we're going to do that but we're going to make it work That's rough. yeah three employees it's... just trying to keep a store open <laughs> and COVID seems to just get worse and worse as uh, as these colder days continue to come yeah it's like I'm going to get a runny nose and be like I don't know if I can run into work right. my nose is running faster than I am <laughs> Yeah, but we literally had a discussion at work yesterday about it where he's like, even if you feel like it's a common cold, you just, the itchy throat, the runny nose, he's like, I, you can't come into work. Like, just, you just don't. And I'm like, well. But how do you afford that? 
Well, I, I, I'm lucky enough that I can work from home, so I would just, I would just work from home. But it, it is kind of brutal because I hear a lot of companies are doing that, and even like the people, our, our governor and mayor of Chicago, and they're all just saying like, if you're, if you're just slightly under the weather, don't go into work because you, you just never know. And you're like, well, it could be a cold, it could be allergies. It could be the flu. Of course, you don't want to be somewhere with the flu or, you know, or it's COVID. You just, you just stay home and maybe, maybe you'll feel better. I don't know. It well, is, they are giving us tablets and oh. kind of the expectation is to, we're, we're learning right now how to do everything remotely. If that happens oh, good. again. Okay. So my job is so I think. Yeah, I think I think one day we'll we'll get there and uh, we'll be able to just work from home whenever. Oh, dude, it's the dream, man! It's the dream. I would work from <laughs> home all the time if I had the option to. I would work freaking overtime with no problem if I get to work from home forever. <laughs> Aren't you there only twice Let a me week? Eat my right? ice cream. <laughs> no, I'm I'm there three times a week. I get two oh, days from home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was reversed. No, I it was reversed. They, they don't love me enough. And the worst part is the team I work with. So, guys, in case all of you are wondering, Pokey Dead Aaron lives in Illinois. My entire team <laughs> I work with is in Georgia. Literally, <laughs> nobody on my team, my supervisor, manager, director, VP of IT, the entire team, Georgia. Why, so why, why do you, when you go into the office? It's just you. <laughs> it's me and like the three other people that are on a different IT team, and that's like it. There's no point going in at all. Like, let me save all my money. Let me stay home. My my performance is good, guys. You've seen it for the last since March. Let me stay home forever. That's what I want. Forever, forever. I hate driving even. So far. Yeah, no, that's that's brutal, especially if you're not needed there. Who has a cricket? Do you have a cricket? I, have I hear a cricket. A cricket. Okay. I, I, I kind of heard it, but I know 100% it's me. Man, the other day, it was so loud that it was literally hurting people's ears on Discord. Oh, jeez. Just nonstop for like three hours. Our, now, the our most special ridiculous guest, thing I have Cricket. is my heater. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket's on our shoulders. There it is. Wish when upon a star. Wish upon a star. <laughs> Uh, but no, that's that's really good, Adam. I'm I'm super happy for you. Hopefully things, you know, run smoothly. I know Chicago for us. Uh, I live in Cook County, and one of the, one of the six out of eleven counties they went like almost back to uh, when they closed everything down, where restaurants we can't eat in restaurants anymore. Uh, they lowered the count to group gatherings from fifty to twenty five, because we, we we've been spiking for the past few weeks. Uh, I believe our uh, percentage of tests are, is up to like 6.1% or 6.7 where we want to be below 3 so mm. wait so you're saying we can't we can't go to that pokemon themed halloween party no we can't next year maybe i'll show you a real good name for that and i couldn't think of one oh, that was pretty good though adam that was pretty good <laughs> the gengar spooktacular mm. <laughs> no <laughs> But Wood, how are you? How are things? I'm good. I have to get a new car. Um, mm. I, I'm getting a new roof. I'm spending a lot of money that I don't want to spend. I hate it. 
See, that's why you should have spent a little bit more money on your car the first time around. I spent a good amount of money. You know, the where you the at. problem with it right now is, um, let's see, the my heater core is gone out, so we're putting a lot of coolant in right now, so I can still trade it in, and I can trip for everybody who has a car. You've traded into a dealership, and they don't find what's wrong with it. It's not your fault. So, I'll be going in there on a rainy day, um, and dropping and trying to save my car in, uh, at some point in time. <laughs> This guy, <laughs> savage. Uh, if they can screw but, you, you can screw them. That's how it works. <laughs> Life lessons. Well, at least at least let him know like what happened. He he had a car that he literally ran to the ground, and then he bought another car. It, like two years now. You've, you've been, you, you haven't even had it that long. Yeah, I mean, I spent, yeah. I spent six grand on it. I mean, I, I had a truck that I had for, I paid six grand for that lasted me like eight years. So, but the problem was, like, this one already had a lot of miles. Aaron didn't want to have any payments. That, no, that was his goal. So you bought a semi-piece-of-shit car that he got two years out of. So that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I, I, got, I got screwed <laughs> out also because there was no uh, accidents reported, but there were cracks in the wheel well. So it likes, like, water likes to get into the back of it. It's a horrible car. Um, so it's just time to get rid of it and get a new car. So we're looking for a car right now with um, my wife's sister, so my sister-in-law. Um, her husband is looking for a car down in Alabama because there's less salt and other crap that happens down there, so the car will be in better shape. And then we'll go down, Angel will go down there and pick it up. That's the goal. And hey, the, there you go. As long as you can find your uh, wife's ring before you get rid of it. I am. I messaged Trace. I'm like, Trace, I gotta get the ring out of the freaking AC, man. It's been in there for like a year. <laughs> it's really expensive. Another... <laughs> another fun, another fun story. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, so you heard that right, everybody. Aaron's wife lost her ring in the dashboard of his car. Yes. Hopefully, <laughs> my family isn't listening to this. I don't know if they know still. Um. Wait. I think I'm getting a new roof. It's just time. It's a almost 20 year old roof. It's got some damage, so the insurance is paying for a good chunk of it. I'm getting a roof that's going to last me for 50 years. So it's supposedly going to increase my house value by 12. Like percent So I'm good with that. That's nice. Yeah. That's not shout bad. Out, no, not yeah, shout out to all his Patreon fans for his D&D that are uh, supporting his roof. My roof <laughs> and my car. They, they are literally the beams supporting the his roof. The reason I can afford this stuff right now is because of them. I love them. Otherwise, oh, man. That's good. Trouble. Hey, that's why we do it, right? We do this for the little, little help when we need it, right? Yep. Oh, and I might have a promotion soon, which is also good news. Um, oh yeah? Then you, then you have to go in four days a week. <laughs> no. I'll actually have to be a salary employee with actual potential overtime and a weird schedule where I have to work at like 3 o'clock in the morning until, you know, 9 in the morning and then wake up at like noon to 3. It'll be it'll be weird. So I'm going to definitely ask for a, a pay bump. A solid pay bump. Um, otherwise, there's no way in hell I'm doing it. But it's my, my chance to step it up is because someone else just left the company. So I'm like, Go for it. I, I, Go for it, I'm excited for it. Nice, buddy. Mm-hmm. You guys are, uh, you both sound like a lot of good things are happening in your life, and I got... Yeah, car, I got, broken, I got none. roof, definitely good things. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how's the little man? How's, how's Finn? Uh, he's, he's great. Um, four months in a matter of, like, less than two weeks, Days? he'll hit... You know, yeah. a matter of days, he turned four months. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, that's uh, that's exciting. He started to sleep better. Like last night, he slept for eight hours. That was incredible. That was really nice. Awesome. Um, but I do know from my 
previous for my daughter is when they hit around four, they kind of go backwards for a little bit. So I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, he's back on the powder. We he has some stomach issues where we had to go. Um, he had um, reflex. That's a reflex. So we had to get him a special formula, and then they're like, "You have to get the pre-made stuff because of the less bubbles and we're gonna mess with his chest." And then, then we've been doing that for I don't know. I think it was a good five, six weeks, and that's it's expensive. Like one bottle only lasts him for a day, and it goes for like eleven dollars. So you know you're spending you're spending like eighty bucks a week on a on formula, just formula alone. It doesn't count wipes, diapers, whatever you need. So going back to the the powder stuff will be a nice little thank you to our bank accounts. So. But other than that, he's great. He's starting to smile more now. He's starting to recognize us. Uh, when I when I speak, he's like, oh, that's my dad because of that dumb voice he has. So that's really nice. And, <laughs> yeah, I heard him on that podcast. Yeah. And out, outside of that, it's just uh, working. Just working. We're, we're working really hard behind the scenes of Pokédex 2 because we're, we're coming up to our one year in December. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're trying to drop our Patreon. Our Discord is becoming more lively. We're... We're just we're just getting really involved and we're trying to take it to the next step because we're people are keep asking like we want to support you but you guys don't have things to support and I always like to respond with uh, well you gave us a listen that's support you know or share just share it that's important so that's true that is very true but yeah we're we're working hard and um, I'm I'm liking what 2021 for Pokédex is going to look like so it's going to be a good time but anyways. We uh we we've been chatting years off. Let's uh, let's get into some news. Um, today on October thirtieth, the Kanto power boxes will be dropping. So if you guys are still chasing those Charizard, because everyone needs that Charizard, I believe uh it's going for like a hundred and I think it's like one hundred and forty right now for okay. the Evolution Charizard. So you grab each box contains ten booster packs, and you can get the one with. Dragonite and Pidgeot, or Mewtwo and one round of their poke. Oh, it's Slowpoke. <laughs> I remember it at the last second. So that's good. You know, ten booster packs, evolution. When this was announced, and do we back know in- what the price is? I I thought it was forty. It's three nine ninety nine, I believe. I can I can confirm it though. I could definitely. All confirm right. It. Well, you confirm it while I say. That it's a lot of packs of XY evolutions. Hundred, hundred percent. But see, but what I was getting to though, like when this was announced in August, like you're like, oh well, this is dumb. But now, now with everything that's going on with the the craze of Pokemon, evo- yeah, evolution now has packs. Yeah. So the booster box in a matter of three weeks, you could have got a booster pack box of evolution for a hundred and. Fourteen dollars, and now now they're five hundred. It's like five hundred and fifty dollars for a booster box of evolutions, just because people are trying to get trying to get the uh, you know that Charizard. Now it's like oh we can't afford the Wizards of the Coast base set first edition or you know Shadowless or Shadow Charizard because it's thousands of dollars now because of everything that's going on with the mm-hmm. popularity of Pokemon. But yeah, it's slow, bro. Not slow, poke. I apologize. And they both come with big, big cards too—a big Mewtwo and a big Dragonite. My kid will want both. 
big Mewtwo. Like he definitely wants a big Mewtwo. That's his favorite Pokemon. We'll give it to him if if I can find some. My goal is uh, I'm going to trek Thursday at Walmart, and then I'll trek Friday again. Um, Scott wants to get two of them. I want to get two, and that would give us like 40 packs, so it's like a booster box. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're bringing the kids over to his house uh, for Halloween. We'll let the kids do some like holiday stuff. We're not trick or treating or anything. We're we're just staying in the house. Yep. We'll get some candy and stuff. And then once the kids go to bed. We're gonna go. We're gonna stream opening all forty packs for maybe, hopefully, another Charizard in our. If you watch, I'm gonna. He's gonna open up. It's gonna be like the secret rare M, you know, the M Charizard, and you're like, oh, I don't want this. Yeah. See, I pulled that one. I have that one. Uh, I need the full art, full art Mega. That's what I need. I thought you were gonna say the full art Venusaur because uh, Gabriel got one for uh, he opened it on his oh, birthday. Oh, you know I'm actually missing the Mega Venusaur, yeah. the Mega Blastoise, and the Mega Charizard. I'm not sure where I thought you just said you had I'm the Mega Charizard. Oh, I well I have the like the basic one. Oh, like oh, the, oh. The, just the other the other card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was I was lucky enough. I just bought one. I was like, I really want this full art Charizard, mm-hmm. and. I almost had to trade it away for a vial plume for Aaron, and I was like, "This is how much I love you." And then I, um, I found a different way of getting the vial plume card for him, and I'm glad I didn't, way. because the card at that time was worth thirty, which is not a lot. You think about like Charizard cards, and now it's like it's tripled the price. So the, that full art Charizard will cost someone sixty to seventy dollars. So I'm like, "Woo!" Oh, <laughs> Rick, what is? And it's crazy because it's like that 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 price could fluctuate either like it could go up or it could go down with these power power collections coming mm-hmm. out like who knows i was curious Rick, uh, it's me, what yeah. is our what is our vial count at right now what are we still looking for so you talk about vial blooms right yeah of course well, your vial blooms okay uh <laughs> i know i know we have all all the gx minus the rainbow we need the rainbow version Vileplume Jax from Cosmic Eclipse, which I like. I saw one on TCG Player. It was like thirteen dollars. I should have just bought it because, like, the longer we go, Cosmic Eclipse is getting more expensive. So I'm just like, ah, I, uh, I should jump on that. Um, but like, tr- like the very old ones, I think we're pretty good. All- we got it all the way up to the gym leader now. Outside, yeah. if we need a um, I think we do need a hollow version of Team Rocket Vileplume or Dark Vileplume because I know you have a non-hollow one and Scott has yeah. a first edition yeah. non-hollow one. I got so, and then there's just little little Vileplumes outside of that, and then of course the EX Vileplume that we don't have. So, mm-hmm. because what there's a total of sixteen of them, right? So yeah. But we'll, we'll get there. Maybe I'll, I'll make a post. But that'll be really nice, and then definitely get that done. I think the goal should be like a nice gift for you for the anniversary. And you just awesome. you'll have that because I'll, I'll make it at work. Yeah. So I'll be able to cool. laser cut everything, pad it. It'll look nice. I did not expect that. That's so much more exciting. That sounds too. cute. It does. Oh, yeah, I, it's it's, it's what I do for it's what I do for the dads. I'll do that for you too, Adam, because I love you. What? So. Yeah, man. Well, um, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So other news we got going on that Pokemon has released a statement that they're giving out thank you promos to South America. And if you're in love of 
that favorite deck that Scott loves, you know, Mad Hatter, you're in luck. Because <laughs> they're giving out promos for all, it looks like all four, oh, all five cards, no, it's four cards. So you get the stamp, the Pokemon stamp on um, the Dende, Poltergeist, Mr. Rhyme, and, uh, oh, I'm going to say this wrong, but that's nothing new on, oh, because it's in a different language. Oh yeah, because it's in yes. Yeah, yep. I, I was like, I don't remember the bunny being blah blah or blah bye. I was like, what is this bunny called? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'm not that crazy, but so yeah, you get those four cards, and then they have a a pokey uh, was a Pokemon player stamp for Turbo Patch, and you know they, it's nice. Whatever it's it's to see that Pokemon's giving out to the community that are. You know, thank you for playing and organizing organizing events during the pandemic, and it, that's cool. I I like I like to see Pokemon do things like that, and maybe we'll get some nice cards in North America, even though there's no events going on because well, see, we we suck. We were supposed to get the Hydreigon that said thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got, been to my I just went to my shop today, and they're like, oh no, we've never seen anything like that. I'm just like. But you guys held events every single <laughs> time there were events. Like, it doesn't make sense. And you were continually buying Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Like, they have all the Rebel Clash, the Darkness of Blaze, um, the Build and Battle Boxes. Like, they have all those. So it's like they ordered stuff. So why would they not be included? Right. There's, uh, you know, how GameStop had the non holo Cinescorch. Like, there was no difference. Oh, in the- you mean those rare promos that are so rare? <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, like can you just put this, can you put this back in the box? Like, I, I really just need, put it back in the drawer. I don't ever want to see this. So, yeah. To be fair, the promos that they're offering are just not up to par. When you look at the European mm-hmm. uh, game stores that are getting a soccer ball Eevee, Oh yeah, any soccer ball grookey? Are you flipping serious? Those are legit promos, and here we are. We're getting literally like non-hollow versions of hollow cards from Sword and Shield. <laughs> that every- they literally were just giving away packs. Does not does nobody remember the two pack blister packs? That if you bought one pack of Darkness of Blaze, you got a free Sword and Shield. They were just giving us those cards. Why would we want promos of those? Nobody asked for those. <laughs> That's fair, but yeah, man, so, that needs to be a cool. grind. That's a good grind. The yeah, Cinescorch and the Cooperaja, yeah, Cooperaja. They're not actually they're not actually promos. They don't even have a stamp. They're just uh, wasting cardboard that somebody put in plastic wrapper and said, "Hey, it's a promo." You, card. you know what they did, right? They, there was obviously a misprint that they screwed up on with a whole big batch. Like, what can we do with these? <laughs> GameStop <laughs> promos, and they're like, "We did it again." <laughs> All right, all right, all right. That guy, that guy's Anybody fired. Anybody that spends fifteen dollars at GameStop is going to get this exclusive <laughs> non-hollow. We'll, we'll we'll profit from this. Oh man, just watch. Oh, we'll man. figure it out. My goodness. Outside of other products, it has been revealed that on January 9th of twenty twenty one, we will be getting the Alakazam V box. So I guess we're not going Alakazam hunting in November, Pokedad Scott. But I mean, I guess it. Um, you're like, oh, well, it's <laughs> oh, my bad. Thank you, the eighth. I thought for some reason it was the ninth. And 
That's Wasco's birthday. Which is is a it's a little bummer, but it is what it is. At least it's easy for us to get his Alakazam, and it comes with four packs. Mm-hmm. And what it looks like in the picture, it's um, two vivid voltage. Um, it looks like a sun and moon basic or base set, and um, it, or sword of shield or rebel clash. So there you go. Nineteen ninety nine. You get your Alakazam. But on the good news is you still can do Alakazam hunting in Vivid Voltage because the full art will still be in the set. And then that mm-hmm. leads us into that the Vivid Voltage full digital set list was released today. Not tomorrow, not on Friday, but actually while we we're about to record. So I'm not super far on news. So I'm really excited. Um, any of these cards? Um, Adam, have you been able to look at the list at all? Um, not everything. Okay. I am, uh, I'm going to just hit you up with a link and a message right now so you can look at All it. All right. I'm in the Discord. I'm in the message system. That All right. It's up. Um, but as, as you could tell, we're getting, instead of two special energies to set, we're getting four of them. So we're getting the remainder yep. one. So that's really, that's really cool. I mean, do you really count the grass as a special energy? I mean, I know we talked about it, and yes, you got shafted. I'm sorry <laughs> how bad you got shafted. So there's three special energies and a slightly different colored green or grass energy compared to normal. It it does. Yeah, but you uh, got Zorud. I did. Which we did talk about, like in our first Rillaboom our um, episode, when like a boom, boom, boom. Let mm-hmm. me hear say hey episode. Like, would, does it make Rillaboom better? And I thought we came up with a conclusion that it doesn't. The one really good card that makes his deck seem more consistent would be Beedrill. So, and Beedrill drops in a set where you could play this card um, without involving it if you have no cards in your hand and then draw three cards. So, I've been trying to find be, a be, set someone. I have not been able to locate that, to be honest. I do not see what, that the Beedrill Beedrill? list. I see it's, a it's, it's right here. Yeah, that's that's what, not the Beedrill? Yes, it is. Yeah. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is the last card in your hand, you play it to your bet. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah I'm like, what are you talking about? Don't mind about? me, guys. I am... I, are you on the right I, list? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the right list. Like, no, I do. I okay, do okay. Could be... As like an early opener, I will, I will say this after playing a little bit. This route could work as a potential early opener if you get him at the start to be able to gain that extra energy to your um, to your, your willow boot, um, and then swapping him out. Well, then what? You get rid of Rollet and Executor. Then you just get rid of that because the whole point is you're trying to get your willow booms off. Like, is that worth right. it? Like, you're you're sacrificing a turn. It's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, it's still, like, I can see the possibility. I mean, the fact that it only does 100 damage, but it's also only 2 energy. Um, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. so VMAXs have much higher damage on 2 energy, but there's a maybe. I mean, I, I don't know if I would necessarily do it, but it could be something that has a replacement for when Relative Low and Executor get knocked out. Okay. Well, that's fun about Dex. You, you can try it, see if it works, if you don't like it. Um we're also getting a lot of full arts. We're going to get the Alakazam, as I said earlier, and we're also getting the Galarian Surfetch. Uh, 
full art from the Sur- Surfetch box that came out last month, which I really like his card, the Surfetch card, because it's just it has that nice gradient and it looks like it's just this shiny like fire behind him, and his eyebrows just look amazing. Of of course they they just look amazing. I'm really excited for that card. But um, another shocker. I'm though, excited for. Wait, you said shocker? That's a good segue. I'm excited for Zerora. Uh, it has fast lightning. It does 30 damage, but it says if your opponent's active Pokemon is a Pokemon V or a GX, this attack does 80 more damage. So Boom. that is going to be an easy tech to throw into lightning decks that if uh, you're going against the water, it's a awesome prize trade. Yeah, no, and then... You know, hold that, hold that for the future, because you will definitely be on the review, the review set of Vivid Voltage episodes. So you could keep that as one of your cards. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Don fan. Don fans. I'm a huge fan of Don fan. I love that. I love That's that attack too. We've talked about it a couple times. But uh, we're getting a full art Pokemon Center lady. So. That, that's pretty rad. We've already had yeah, a Pokemon co- Full Art Center Lady. Like it, ugh, stuff like that is annoying. I, I, I think it's great. Three different Pokemon fan clubs. I would say art wise, <laughs> the Togekiss V. I actually am a fan of how it looks card wise. I have no interest in oh, anything yeah? else about it, but I think it's it's the cute card of the series. I think it just looks so. It's that's like, that it's should like be it a segment. Be a fairy, but Each... it's no longer allowed to be. We're going to have that for now on, too. Once a new set drops, we're going to have the cute card of the series by Pokemon Aaron. <laughs> well, I I also love when they when they reprint trainers. Yeah. Like, from, from a set that's not in format right now. So, like, something like Rocky Helmet comes back, but there's a gold version of it in previous sets. Oh, yeah. So, as you're hearing this, Adam's already tried to snipe, like, three or four of them. On eBay, so good luck. There you, there you go. I no, but I it's do nice because like you could use something like that, and then also use the um, the horror energy. Yeah, so, like, for they sure. Attack you! You're you're putting four damage counters on them, like brutal. <laughs> Just saying. I yeah, I really enjoy what Sword and Shield's doing with the two gold cards for the shiny in every set. So we're getting. Um, you know, Oranguru's purple shininess, and then we're getting our punk rocker, Obstagoon. Now, what really bothers me, though, is, like, we get these shiny gold cards, but then why, in base set, why couldn't Zashin and Zamazenta be shiny? You know what I mean? Like, why why change it after base set? It kind of bothers me. I'm like, I want a Zashin Well, shiny. I don't like it. I don't like it because you think about something like the hidden fate set all of those shinies like all the gx's were all behind a like a silver background yeah and then you're like oh hey here's a shiny pokemon and it's not behind a silver background it just feels different feels weird and then for them to basically be saying like hey this is you know you got the gold rillaboom mm-hmm. and like we've got all these other gold cards and then you're like Oh hey, in Champions Path, we're gonna put it back on the silver one. Here's a Charizard. Like, no, you you need to stay consistent. It's either 
this whole set was this and the rest moving forward looked like this. Like it's just it's just frustrating. I, That's I my lie, two though. cents on it. The, I won't lie though. The gold Rillaboom card is super sick. I, I spent the four packs each for uh, Aaron's deck, so you can continue his flex. Which that should be a goal, yeah. Aaron. We got to get hollow, reverse hollows of all your Brokies and Thawakis, and that thing's got to be full flex, buddy. We, that's they our goal right now. Full flex. Yep. Um, outside of that, the coding I'm really ex- is just ridiculous. Oh, no the weakness, coding? and it's a metal card. Okay. At least with weakness guard energy, it made it, like, fair for, you know, it made it, like, harder. You couldn't actually play that on Zacian. Right. Now this is like, you can play it on Zacian. <laughs> we'll make Zacian even better. There is definitely a lot of cards in this set that makes Zacian ADP even better. And it's it's like, oh, it's it, like, it is what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, is that going to really... But, um, uh, Affect like your your fire decks then, like your center scorch decks, because you know your your shield decks are no longer weak to you, basically. That's kind of my yeah problem. no, uh, for sure. Um, one last thing, and then I'll I'll move on to our last item, and then our grind is of course our the amazing rares are in the set, and we're down the street. We post on our Instagram. It will be. The cards are going to be in where the reverse hollows are in the booster packs. And, of course, everyone knew they were going to have the yellow border. And they fucking suck. They suck so bad. Um, well, I'm hoping that the physical cards look really nice. Well, if you and check out our Instagram. You, yeah, well, we have an English uh, Jirachi. We posted it today. The, um, it looks it looks fine, but just the yellow border does suck. Um, it's what's what makes it kind of cool is like you know the hollow goes out of the box, and then the energy symbols are also shiny too, so it gives it that nice little nice little kick to it. But uh, what oh, what so we're getting is for every, real. Oh my goodness! Yeah, is this you? Is it, did about. you actually pull this? Is this yours? No, no. I, I have we haven't opened any yet. This was a friend of a friend of another friend or something like that, <laughs> who works at a shop that Ray got their cards in. Oh, okay. okay. But we were told, yeah. But we were told uh, it looks like one booster box will contain two amazing rares, and it's been all over the place with the build and battle kits. Like if you got the, what is it eight of them in a case? Um, some people said they got three. Some people said they got one. So, but it looks like in the build and battle kits too, it's a possibility of getting one or up to three, and then two of them in a booster box. So, yeah, that's what I want to touch base. We're getting closer and closer. When this drops, we're what three weeks away. So three weeks away from the thirtieth. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also kind of like. Worried that it's going to be Champion's Path and Darkness of Blaze all over again, where I'll go and there will be like no product because one, the hype is so, you know, Pokemon is incredible right now, and then it's it's branched it's branched out to reclaim the number one spot in the TCG world. It is the Throne Magic: The Gathering as the best-selling card game. Um, so, 
hey, you can't go wrong, but then does it help with the scalpers? Or is it because people are nope. generally, yeah. Um, or is it generally people are back in love with Pokemon? And I wish I could say it's because of that, but we all know it's it's not. It is definitely. It'd not. be different if I could see if I saw like kids in the aisle being like, "Oh my gosh, this has a Charizard in it! Oh my gosh, this is a Blastoise! This is a Surfetch!" But there's no kids. It's only adults that I ever see like standing there. Mm-hmm. So it's. And I mean, I'm an adult going there too. So, but I, I go in there. I look. And I'm like, okay, is there anything that I don't have? Okay, I don't. All right, I'm gone. I don't, sp- I don't waste my time hanging out. <laughs> Dreaming, like when you're a kid, like it's like if I had all the money right now, I would buy this Washington and I would buy Zamazenta and I would just buy a theme deck for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's another thing. That's even another thing too is like I'm, I want to get a theme deck – for Vivid Voltage because one of them is Charizard, right? And probably it's going to be sniped just like um, Team Up was because everyone's like, it's Charizard. You hold on to it, it's going to be worth money in the future. And maybe maybe I just want that Charizard Hollow, you know, because it's, it's just a normal rare in the set. So, like, well, the maybe, question maybe is, why I is the Battle Arena, those, those deck box things, they're, like, still on the shelf. I oh, yeah, I thought they, they re- got one. Yeah, they just came back, right? The the restock with the Raichu, Pikaram, and Charizard, Braxton, Charizard, Rashiram. But yep. hey, if it, if people are gonna well, when's the, we're coming up to next month where we're gonna get the ADP one? So do you, I don't know if those are gonna fly off or not. It's just it's so hard to predict when we're not playing in person. You know, yeah. if people are gonna right. buy just just use the code online, I feel like everyone. In the right mind that plays online right now can play an ADP deck outside of Aaron because he yep. just collects grass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, one last thing I want to get into is uh, Pokemon over the weekend. Uh, Pokemon Japan uh, released a couple more image of Pokemon coming out for the Shiny Star V that's dropping on November 20th. And it looks like the shiny there's a shiny fuwaki and a shiny snob and it looks like both of them have new attacks and new abilities compared to their um sword and shield base set cards so i find that kind of interesting where we're getting well japan is at least and hopefully whenever we get these cards they're not about to leave rotation or something like that if we really have to wait till what holiday season? So what September of next year to get these shiny mm-hmm. cards would be kind of kind of a bummer. But it's it's interesting. the The Thawaki has an ability called Familiar Grounds. If you have a stadium in play, this Pokemon has no retreat cost. So um, it's not like Aaron would play this card. He'll put it in his deck for the flex 100%. thing. But he Thawaki, yeah, he looks he looks pretty rad. And then the Snom just has one attack for water. Search your deck for a basic Pokemon and put it on your bench, then shuffle your deck. Boom. See, that's amazing, though. Mm-hmm. That's amazing compared <laughs> to its counterpart that just is a colorless energy for 10 damage with Ram. Yeah. First off, yeah. how does a snob they, ram you? It wiggles. Yeah. Cute-like. <laughs> Cute-like. I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> cute-like. Oh, um, I'm glad you remembered that because I was about to search it. I was like, I don't remember what snob did in Sword and Shield, so... Well, I play it literally 
every single week, so I should I know, know you do. I know you do. That was good. That was good, buddy. But yeah, so I'm really I'm really interested in what the set's gonna be like. Over three hundred cards. It's um Yeah. It's good. it's pretty pricey too for what it's ten booster packs for a box. So and it's going for like ninety bucks. F that. <laughs> See po- Pokemon knows how to print money. They're like, how do we they do. con people into buying our cardboard <laughs> and then them giving us money and then we put it in this bank and we just become the richest people <laughs> in the world. For sure. Pokemon. <laughs> it makes that makes complete sense right there. Uh, all right. Oh, we'll, we'll just You're... make them all shiny. It will, we'll keep them limited. So if the supply is the demand is high and the supply is low. We figured the game out. I mean, I still think they the did best it. idea is really the the uncommons of like the reverse hollows are the shiny version of the Pokemon, so they're different color. That would make them even technically more rare than some of the other things. You're not always going to pull them, and right. they're going to be sought after because they're that's how you make even more. That was the- see. That's that's where that- Hidden Fates literally became the best set. Like to open it, it's so rewarding. And yes, there's some times where you know you get a tin, and like the only thing you get were some hollow energies. Like cool, but or the, just the seeing James full you- art card. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like you, you just open a pack, and like you get a random froaky shiny. And you're like, oh my god! Like even if you got nothing else, you got a shiny Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Like, yes, it's only worth, like, five bucks, but still, that's sick. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to fix. And then imagine if those Pokemon were able to be used in the current format. Right. That would yeah. make them no, for so sure. much more valuable than, oh, yeah, these are just uh, reprints from, like, you know, way back when where you can't use any of these cards. And that's yeah, exactly they're just for collector's purposes. Yep. Yeah. And it was, and it was a also, true testament to, like, oh, hey, collector's. But now it's like now they have to bring back the competitive TCG because we're got all the players. We're gonna have to get back into the game eventually, mm-hmm. and this is yep. a step in the right direction. It, oh, for sure. I um I I agree, and I hope I I always told myself when we started Pokemon, I was like, I'm always gonna be fine of just having a normal deck. I don't need full art trainers i don't need hollow this and then as we've been playing and we're coming up to our one year mark i slowly see myself like no i need i need a reverse hollow i need this i need shiny i'm like damn it i, I need flex why do i need you. flex i remember he's like i don't yeah, need flex we're like, just gonna play we're gonna have fun we don't need to spend money and now we're here i still haven't seen see, I'm, and then now we're up i'm like the opposite i was like Oh man, I need the reverse hollow. I need this. I need that. Now it's like, I, you know, on the podcast with Josh, it's kind of like, I, I feel like I am almost obligated to like max out and glamify my deck mm-hmm. with the max rarity stuff, just because you know we have that the flex the flex deck. Like we want to, you know, yeah. But for I sure. don't think that like I don't like I have Lapras and it's like I don't need like the fancy bells and whistles like as long as i just have like my hollow energies i'm okay that's, i just need that, to know I'm, that i attach those that's where it started <laughs> that's, no no that's but that's where... the thing like i've reverted like i was <laughs> that oh reverse hollow everything and now it's just kind of like i actually don't care because i just want to play the deck mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And it's like too expensive to like, oh, if I really wanted ADP, like the statue alternate. Oh, yeah. 70 the bucks alternate, right now. alternate creation yeah it's 70 dollars yeah. like that's that's ridiculous and and like just the actual adp itself is like 12 13 bucks yeah. like i don't even want to pay that for it <laughs> knowing that it's coming out for 25 bucks like i don't need that well i mean i'll wait okay i don't mean like that kind of stuff like i don't need the secret rare of a certain card or like a full, a full art of a gx or a v card it, it, it's just more like I like the hollow. Yeah, but energies. sometimes the alternate art looks better than the rest of them, and it's like, but again, oh, it's seventy bucks versus ten. You know, I guess I guess I'm lucky being a Pika Pikaram fan. I hate Pikaram's full art card. Like I, I I can't stand it. I think it looks ugly. Yeah, I don't. I like rather I rather play the the normal card or the tin card. Um, in my deck, I play one version of the tin and one version of the the GX card. But I, I think mean, the tin looks the best, to be honest. Oh, I lo- yeah, the tin, the tin. Is- I actually think if the full art was normal and it didn't have the dumb yellow background and it was like maybe a cool background, I would kind of like it with Pikachu with his arms crossed on uh, Zekrom's paw or whatever. It looks I, more I, like Detective Pikachu joined the match, and you're like, oh, <laughs> all right, yeah. okay, but. Um, there's, I guess there's just certain uh, item cards that I really like gold. Like I like to having the gold tool scrapper or the gold big charm. And I'm always like, Oh, when did this happen? Like I was mm-hmm. fine with reverse hollows. I was, <laughs> but, but anyways, cue the music. You don't really grind my gears. So without Pokedad Scott, which he does have a really good grind. Hopefully we get to it next week. It, it's so good. I, I'm teasing it right now. It's, it's VGC relatable, and it, it, it gets my blood boiling. And I'm not, I don't really care that much. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a really good grind. So uh, stay tuned for episode 39 of next week for that grind. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, my grind has to deal with Aaron and I, and also Adam, Adam has played a shitload of PTCGO lately. If it was to qualify for the Players' Cup, or just we have nothing else to do and we're just trying to play. And what grinds my gears is, and I, I don't know if you saw this, Adam, I, I, I talked about it. I think I talked about a little bit on the Discord, and I, I don't know where else I talked about it. But what grinds my gears is that the people that quit if they start with a bad hand. So it'd be like, we get in a match, the coin is flipped, and then there was like someone's deck, even it goes to the point, they didn't win the coin toss, and then they quit. And I was like, okay, so what, ADP? You want to make sure you can alter creation by turn one and you didn't get it, so why play? (laughs) And I also... I also I understand like I have all these I have all these messages that people gave to me and and they try to defend about quitting and the only one that I agree 110% is if it's the people that are playing and all they're doing is trying to grind for those um how many days is it before the ladder resets I thought it was 20 but it's that's it's not 20 it's, it's less than that I'm not sure you're asking anyway. the wrong person. Okay. I don't pay attention to that. Okay. So the ladder... I just play. The ladder, I, 
Yeah, the lighter. I think the lighter resets in fourteen days. I think it's two weeks. I thought it was twenty days. It's it's not. It, it's somewhere in that range. And then whatever it is, you guys can correct me on social media. Totally fine. Uh, people are just grinding for their three thousand points, so they just get to the ladder one to ladder three, get all the booster packs, get all the chests, the cards, whatever, and then then they're done. And then they wait till the next ladder reset. Okay, I I understand that. That's fine. You don't want to waste your time. You're like, whatever, I'm not going to win. I, I just want to grind. That's fine. That's all you're going to get. But I feel like any other reason to quit your match, like if it's best of three, you have a bad hand. And you're trying to figure out maybe what your opponent's playing right off the bat, and you want to fold right off the bat, to like your advantage of understanding what deck you're going up against for the next two rounds if you're able to defeat them in the second round. I, I guess that's understandable. It, it's like a, it's a tactic. I, I, I respect that. But I, what I'm trying to get to is we're playing PTCGO, and I feel like if you always quit after one bad hand or the opponent's set up faster than you thought they were going to set up, how will you ever learn and say if it's best of three and you're in the final round, like the, you're you're in game. I'm sorry, it's game. I know, I know. And you're in game three of your match, and you have a bad hand. And then what? Your, your first instinct is like, oh, I lose. I give up. So I, I'm I'm gonna lose this match. I I feel like even if it's online, you should still learn from your mistakes. Even if you don't come back and win, you you could prep yourself. I feel like it's a learning tool. But I, it's like everyone's like, I don't – you just got to know when to fold them. You're like, what do you mean fold them? Like what if you're in this situation and there's nothing I can do? And it's because I've never been in that situation before. And granted, I understand playing online is 110% different than in real life. It, or I, it is. I, I can now play right. online it without – It is. Yeah. I can – I can feel nothing online now. Like any match, I don't. I'm not nervous before it starts. It's just, all right. I gotta do this and this and this. And if I was in real life, I'm like super nervous. I might be shuffling my hand, going through my opponent's deck. I mean, discard pile, not their deck. And then like the, it's yeah, it's, it's just different because you all you have to do while you're playing, you're just clicking. I have to be more physical in real life. And you're playing more cards because the green border goes around it, and you're like, oh, I can play that card, so I'm gonna play it. And and I feel like. It's almost like enticing you. It's like, hey, click me, click me, click me, click me. And I feel like I'm using all the cards in my hand. And then I'm like, but how do I get out of a situation? Because I just played everything. Yeah. Um, so and in, in real life, that wouldn't happen. And then to your point where you said, um, as far as like folding goes, you typically, if, you know, round one, you beat, you beat your opponent. Um, round two... Like you can like because if your deck, because in a physical tournament and you're playing best of three, this is where it differs from, you know, PTCGO. But like, in a physical sense, if I win my round one, and my opponent gets like God start, and I and I'm like, well, I could continue this game, but I know that, like, I'm better off having more time, in the next round. Like I I just need to I just need to fold here and then just get on with the next game, and then I'll be able to choose who goes first, giving me the advantage. So that's where that comes in if it was physical. So I can understand a scoop in that sense because you're trying to tailor the game to your advantage. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, but we're online. It's tough because yes, you can still do that, but you're not going to face that same exact person. Cause you're, if you're just going up in the verses and if you go in the tournament, it's literally just those three rounds. There's not best of three. Um, and I think that's something that the, the PTCGO in general, once they figure out a way to allow that to happen, to play, you know, best of three, I think the game will be in a healthier spot and people won't be doing that as much, especially like in tournaments. And like, as far as like tournaments go, you got like for PTCGO, we just had the Mm -hmm. players cup. You have to understand that you had 50 keys to get through in like two weeks. So not two weeks, I like three, but yeah, no, it was like four That's weeks. Still... It was a 20, the okay, 28th okay. to the 26th. Still... <laughs> right. But like, but like for somebody for myself, like I only had, you know, those three Tuesdays to kind of like just pound mm-hmm. out as much as I could. And for sure, then for I got sure. It. And then I was like super relaxed and I did one on Saturday night and I was like, oh man, I got 11 points out of a possible 20. I'm going to, I'm doing so well. And, uh, then I was like, you know what? I just need to do better. And I, I kept sw- I kept switching my deck, and I changed a bunch of cards. And it was not what I was... Like, I played ADP-Z and thought that that was the way to do it. And yeah, I got some like cheap wins because of the deck, like just mm-hmm. the way it is. But I actually didn't know what I was doing. I was playing it with not knowing how to get myself out of certain situations. So I was learning how to play the deck while playing it. And that's in a tournament setting. And I should never do that. And, and I, Hey, I you learn from it the hard way. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, I got Matt paired up against a Pikaram and I beat it. I was like, Oh no, there's no way my Lapras is going to defeat this thing. And then turn two, I was like, Wow, I got the snob or the frostmoth. I got all the energies. I got the Vmax, and then I had Boss's order, the switch, and I was like, "All right, I'll the one shot your <laughs> peek around." And then they tried to get out some um, like the Raichu Raichu, and I was like, "Boss's order again." Oh, it always is good. Just one shot. And then the next game, I got paired up against another one, and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, turn two, got it out," and they just knocked me out, and I was like, "Okay." That's fair. Oh, man. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I haven't come to that. I mean, I agree. I mean, I haven't really quit any games, at least never right at the start. Um, I think the earliest I probably ever quit is like the third round. Because, like, there's always that chance. All I need is three freaking cards and I can start pushing through. So if I have that chance, then I'll go for it. But otherwise, um, I know I know what I need to do because I've been playing so much. I'm almost at 2,000 points right now, I think, on um, TCGO. I've only been playing for that real boom deck for what, a week and a half now, I think. I've been just trying to, yeah, I've been uh, trying to crush through and learn. Yeah. I definitely have realized I've gotten some bad habits and I've had to re-break since like, yeah, I can do these things. I'm like, okay, now I'm out of energy because you only have like 12 energy in the entire deck. And you just plow through it because you're discarding half the time. But yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, if you're trying to learn a deck, you're trying, if you're not trying to just get your 2,000 points, sit there and see what you can do. I think that is a, a great, I think it's great advice. Because then you'll know what to do when you encounter those at a later time. I don't really have much more than add that you guys have said. I just, yeah, I just like to be. I guess I like to be put 
like if I'm like up on a wall and then just figure out what I could do differently, it it just helps me. It's just like, okay, I maybe shouldn't have discarded this card when I had a chance or I if I played this card during that time, like I, I'll be able to learn from my mistakes, which that's what's what's great about losing, right? We're not mm-hmm. gonna win them all. And you learn more from losing than you do from winning, right? That's how the philosophy is because you're supposed to – because you it impacts you more because no matter what, Adam doesn't like losing. Aaron doesn't nope. like losing. No. I sure don't like losing. And no one does. That, And that's why it sticks with us because then we're like, what What did I do? What happened? What what misplays happened? And even to this day, my a lot of my misplays are just misclicks and it drives me Get a new bonkers. Map. I'm like, why? Oh, man, today why? I why did I do that? They knocked out my Etern- Eternatus VMAX and I went to click to, to bring up my Floatstone oh. Crobat. And I just started discarding it. Like, I, it discarded. I was like, no! Because when he goes out of play, the, the game goes, hey, there's no longer eight bench spaces. Uh, you need to, you know, condense that like some Campbell soup. And I was like, I can't deal with this. That's brutal. Um, and luckily, I had a evil tall that had free retreat. So I was like, okay, it's not the end of the world. But, you know, I discarded some zigzagoons. But it's like those things in the physical game, like, you would right. never make that mistake. I don't and like the same thing for decking out. Like I would never deck out in the physical because you could see your deck, and you're like, oh well, okay. Like I probably am not going to play uh, the Professor Sycamore. Right here. I, I'm more, I'm more opt to uh, play the Marnie. I have not yet decked out. So it's I always, dude, I'm always checking. Like how many cards you got left? How many cards I got left? All the time. I'm always checking. And I guess another t- I... another tip would be. If you, the first card you play that allows you to search through your deck, look through your entire deck instead of just clicking the first because they they give you your your options. They're like, oh, pick an energy, so they give you all of your energies right here, and like these are what you can click. But you have access to your entire deck. Scroll through, count the cards, and if you're playing the same deck you've been playing forever, mm. like Aaron's Rillaboom, you'll know. That like okay, I have those twelve energies, but I only have nine in the deck. That's strange. I'm gonna have to fight through and know that you know I need to take some prizes to get those energies to be able to you know finish the game out, or or like all my V maxes are prized. I'm ne- I'm gonna need to take some quick prizes with just the V in order to tr- attempt to get the V max to you know. I had a game, game here. where both Rillaboom V's and V maxes were prized. I was just like, no. <laughs> oh, man, it was so brutal. I still won because I just, I just threw out uh, a relic on Executor and just got them out to the GX and knocked out all their energies and just wiped them out because they couldn't get any back because they already extended all their uses to get their energy out. Take that peek around. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, come on. It be against you last week, uh, Adam. I went against him. I had both my Dedendes were in my prize and my Tapu Koko. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is great. <laughs> you got to play a third I, one. I uh, what? I think we got to like the third round, and uh, I just conceded. I was like, I'm going, I'm going to bed. And Wait, I was like, did we can quit a match. That really yeah. grinds my, my gear. But yeah, here yeah. I am doing it. <laughs> All right, Do we just found out, says, Rick. Not as he does. <laughs> no, Standard what dab. I mean is like the fir- the first the first turn thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm going to say. And and when yeah, I know that's, that, okay, that's when acceptable. I have the Dendes, I can't. I want. I did whatever. And Tapu Coco, and I was just like, well, I 
I don't like you were in my streams. You saw me start with like Oricorio or Dedenne or Crobat. Every single game that I was playing with ADPZ, it was like I couldn't just start with the one of the four Zashians in my deck. I just couldn't (laughs) start with them or the two uh, RCST Algapalki. I just literally couldn't start with any of those six Pokemon. It was like, oh, we heard you like Dedenne. We oh, we still heard you like Dedenne. Let's keep it active for sure. Um, these are some really helpful tips, which we'll, we'll get to shortly, but I just want to, one last thing, just, you know, we're, the point of this episode we're going to get into is we're, we're going to give some helpful tips of what we asked the community over the weekend, um, like how to get better and stuff like that. Like we, all three of us, we, we want to get better. And we thought maybe we learned some things and we could teach you or at least tell you what we've learned and, I look forward to it, but I feel like my biggest thing is is just learning how to play certain ways when my back is against the wall. And if I if I don't get that, and when the real real life tournaments happen again, I'm gonna like what my instinct. I'm just gonna be like, okay, I quit. Next. I'm excited <laughs> for that one. And then, well, and then next next thing next thing you know, I, I I Aaron will be like, what's your record right now? And I'll be like, oh, and three. I quit all three of them. <laughs> but I'll win the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Um, a little, little early tech of helpful, helpful hints and tips from Pokedad Adam. And um, we'll get into more tips after this quick break. Well, I guess, uh, I guess in the in the vein of helpful tips, two of the things that have stuck with me, like that I've heard over my years of playing, or that I read in articles, the the two things that have always been like in the back of my head, are if your deck is consistent, it will consistently win. Because if your deck is consistent and consistently doing what it's supposed to do then the only outcome is win or lose. Yeah. And it's not anywhere in between. And the other thing is when like building your deck and like creating your own deck, imagine like if you think you've got your per- the perfect deck, you think it's good, everything's good, and you know all the, all the card choices are right, think of like you have to look at your deck and like hate it. 
despise your deck and think of everything that somebody could do like to defeat your deck and just have an answer to everything that you can think of like oh my god my my deck is just all like everything's weak to lightning well maybe put in something that's not weak to lightning but it's still water and it still works with uh, no, like but again all i have grass, gra- all I have grass. so <laughs> no 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 that's that's the thing so like even if it's a grass pokemon is there a grass pokemon that's not weak to Bear. fire i don't know I, I i really don't know but i'm sure there is but it's just one of those things where you can have one like just that decision right there like one pokemon that's not that, that just mm-hmm. can sway the game and you know, I for me, it's it's the Caldeo GX. It has the, um, it has its, its sword attack or whatever it does. It does 110 damage and it goes through any effects or abilities. So any Altaria shenanigans, any Obstagoon shenanigans, just goes straight through it. Decidueye, piece of cake. Well, I mean, it dies <laughs> to Decidueye, but but anyways, it's just something to to keep in mind, like. You know, you just you play that, or it's like, oh, if my deck's losing to boss's orders, well, let me play Articuno. Articuno, I nothing has been better in my entire life in the in Pokemon than watching people play boss's order left and right, and then just them them hit the sad face <laughs> because they tried to take out something, and like the game just didn't let them. And again, people wouldn't make that mistake in real life because they would know that that's what that card does. But because they have the boss's order in their hand and it like it says it's got glowing and it, you, they can click it, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna boss's order and take that Pokemon out and win." Um, but it's nothing's been more rewarding than that. But in conclusion, for my little talk, there is just uh, <laughs> hate your deck and figure out ways to beat yourself, and then have an answer to that. I mm-hmm. like that. What we know. As you know, our little knowledge of Pokemon, and then um, Pokedad Adams like fifty years mm-hmm. of Pokemon knowledge. So it all it all really works out. It's twenty. You're like, you're like, you're like <laughs> twenty-two. Okay, sorry, twenty-two. Yeah. Fifty years of experience. But I want to. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to Dan Huger. He he reached out, let us know about this article he wrote for sixtycards.com. Uh, Make sure we'll have a link. Of this article uh, in our description. Make sure you check it out. Give it a read. Um, he finished uh, 16th in the Players' Cup, the first one. Dot net. Oh, uh, yeah. dot net. Oh, sorry. A- again, the link <laughs> would be bottom. So whatever. <laughs> Professionals so, here. Professionals. Yeah. So he finished. He finished top 16 in the first Players' Cup. And what really stand out to me on this article is. He starts it off with, I am not a great player. And then right there, I was like, well, he finished top 16. And then and it, it, he goes really into his strengths, his weaknesses, what he learned from it. We're not going to touch base on all that, but we're, he has five fun, fundamentals that I, we're going to talk about that I feel like are very important for beginning players and people that are trying to get better at TCG. And those are, one, build an excellent deck. Pick a deck that fits meta well, prepare for each matchup, play with good fundamentals, and five, make good decisions in each situation. 
And we're going to have Polka Dot Aaron start us off with a build an excellent deck list. So, go green or go I home. I was going to say, the first thing you do to build an excellent deck is include <laughs> Bioplume. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is the law, in case you were all wondering. Wait, is that your is no, that your Rillaboom deck? <laughs> I, hey, I That's started where you're going wrong. with the Bioplume and then evolved from there. So, exactly. I'm evolving as a player. Um... I'll get her in eventually. So, um, basically, for building an excellent deck, um, what that kind of means, or deck list, is you're looking for a deck that's going to be consistent in your play. Um, it's going to provide you with options for players, it's going, or, you know, for plays, um, and really, it's going to it's going to kind of cover all the weaknesses, I think, is, is the best thing about uh, your deck list you're aiming to go for. So, in the case of my Rillaboom deck, I, I've, I've fine-tuned it a bit since um, the original part of it, but I, my, I know I need my... Uh, a Prelate, no long Executor, I need my Grookey, and I need my V Mag or my V Rillaboom out on, like, first turn. So, I, ha- I build my deck list around that. That's the idea. And then cover any other weaknesses the deck might have. So, I think that's kind of the important part about building, you know, a, an excellent deck list. And then how, how long, like, trial through error, how long do you think that took to get you there? Like, was it... 10 matches, was it after one match you're like, well, this this doesn't work. I don't know what I was so thinking. So, I actually would say it probably was about 20 matches for the first deck, because one, I mean, it's especially as like anybody who's new at playing this game, I was still trying to learn how I wanted to play the deck before even really testing it out. So, I I learned how the deck, I like, by playing through all the stuff I had to figure out how I was going to make it work. Um, and then from there, like, okay, what am I not using for, like, those next ten? Or what is really working? Like, I, you mentioned, Rick, with the Shaman, where I mentioned where I can use it as a free retreat and heal later in the fight, or as that, you know, that, that punch I need without losing a prize or three prizes. So, it's I think it's a matter of learning your deck and then adjusting your deck. I like it. I like it. Next up on... right? Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, next up is pick a deck that fits the meta well. Adam, what does that okay, mean? Okay, so in the article, he, you know, he says, if everyone's playing water, don't play... Or, yeah, if everyone's playing water, don't play a fire deck. This this goes off of uh, everybody's playing fire right now, so don't ha! play grass. <laughs> but, but listen, but listen I, I don't think that this really necessarily applies right now. The meta's a little bit different than it was. And you, as long as you're having fun, I think it doesn't necessarily matter what you play, just as long as you have an answer and you and you can actually win the matchup. It's not just a, a zero one hundred; like it's an actual like percentage that you can actually take and win, um, more so than not. And like in here, it's just like. <sighs> It's just tough because you can't base like what you're playing on the fact that like somebody might bring a fighting deck if all if you know I played the players club I played Lapras for most of it and then I switched off and went to ADPZ like I said uh, which is my own fault mistake um, but I knew Lapras and it's like the chances of me hitting a lightning deck were very slim chances of hitting a fire deck were pretty high the chances of me hitting a fighting deck mm-hmm. was even less. And Eternatus was huge. 
Um, so it's just, it's like, you can't worry about your one auto loss. And I think, I think that it's just, you got to have fun and you just, I, I don't know if this is just, if this is relevant right now, because you can't just worry about your one loss. If it's good against other decks, you're fine. But if it takes a hard loss to everything, then yes, you probably don't want to play that that deck. Um, in a lot of decks right now, stage twos, stage ones, just basic single prizer decks just aren't cutting it at the moment. So it's kind of like you if you got to be able to play something like Eternatus, ADPZ, Luke Metal, Picaram, Rillaboom, Lapras. Something that can that has legs, that has substantial. I will say there's that new stall deck that I encountered today that I just hated so much. I mean, that match lasts for so long. Yeah. I... <laughs> Listen, I thought I had I thought I had them on the on the ladder yeah. when I was doing my keys, and I was just like, end my turn, end my turn, end my turn. I literally couldn't click end my turn fast enough. It like I ran out of time before like my t- my turn was starting. Yeah, yeah. It was like the seconds went down before I even like drew my card. I was like, "Are you serious right now?" <laughs> I was like, "I got this. I'm gonna Marnie," and like I couldn't. I just didn't have time, so I lost. Well, I Marnie twice with like 25 cards in my deck still. <laughs> ah, that. But yeah, that leads that leads on to uh, the third mm-hmm. point of the article. It's. Uh, prepare for each matchup and the best advice from me from anybody even from dan is practice you're going to have to practice you're going to go up against decks that you're like what the fuck did i just play and for me that happened on friday i i went against a deck that didn't use any zero energy and it was i think it was it was called cat claw so they had the persian out and as long as he was out, any card that had a cat claw attack could attack Catterday. for free. Catterday. Catterday. Yeah, yeah Catterday. That's it. <laughs> and I had and this is this is also a noob mistake for me too. I didn't even bother to read his cards on the bench. Like I was just like, oh, well, I'm just You gonna... just looked at him, you're like, they don't have abilities, they don't do damage. I, I was like, I got <laughs> oh, this. Oh, I just screwed me on that one. And and I I thought it was a glitch, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I really got rid of all the energy with my crushing hammers. And then I'm like, okay, he attacked me. I'm like, bizarre. And then I learned that like the the pre-evolution attacked the bench and the evolution attacked the active, or it might be reversed. And I and I was like, wait a minute, what is going on? And I brought it up to our Discord, and I was like, uh, this happened. I'm not mad. I just I was confused. And then someone posted it was like, oh, it's this Persian deck that uses no energy. And I was like, oh, I would have had that game easily won if I just used my, you know, boss's orders on the right cards and me just killing off random cards. I'm like, oh, I should have just knocked out the Persians. And then I would have been fine. But I didn't. Because I, I, I didn't know what this deck did and I was dumb not to read. But it's, it's taking some time, even if it's just a game or two before a challenge or after a cup, is to learn a matchup that can help a lot. So knowing, like, right when you sit down, one of my favorite memes in the Pokemon community is, like, you play, your opponent goes, gets everything out, and then they flip their cards. It's a Jirachi, 
and something random that's in everyone's decks, and then then they use Frodo, and it's like, fine, keep your dirty little (laughs) secrets, or keep your secrets, and that's that's how I think of it, too, when it's like, oh, what am I playing? And then I have to wait and guess, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm playing this after, like, two turns, or three turns, I could already screw myself over, because I thought, well, I don't know. I don't know what they were playing, because... I'm one of those guys, if you see me on PTCGO, I have the team-up box, the team-up card sleeves, and then you're like, you know, it's like a Pikachu coin, and it's like, is he playing Pikaram? And you're like, yeah, I'm playing Pikaram. <laughs> I, gotta do- I, don't, I don't do that at all, so I, I don't hide what I'm playing online. They're like, oh, there's Pokedad Rick, he's playing Pikaram. see your name, they're going to know that. It's, yeah, it's just, it's very, it's very important, it just get reps in and learn as many decks as you possibly can. That's, it's very helpful because then you know what you can do and then what you'll lose to. Um, one of my favorite things right now is if I'm against a Decidueye and a, a Zigzagoon deck, um, I was like, what's my way out? And do I add something? And I don't have to, I, I attack with Tapu Koko. Like who the fuck attacks with Tapu Koko? <laughs> Prism star. Well, I have to, that's my out with that deck and it works all the time i love it (laughs) so you you learn but i as adam said in like a little bit earlier your deck is not gonna beat everything it just it doesn't work that way if pokemon worked that way everyone will just play one deck even though that's what it feels like right now that way everyone plays adp but i'm not a hater it's all good it's fine it's kind of hating adp is fine um, and then you lose it's, to it. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not fine anymore. It's, it's like, ah, oh, I was so close. Only if my crushing hammer worked three out of four times. You know? Oh my god, oh, that man. that see, like that. I I think if your deck is based on coin flips, like your entire deck, like I win if I get all four of these like coin flips off. I like I absolutely yeah. hate crushing hammer. I understand that it's a it's a card and it keeps the game slightly balanced, but come um, on for sure. Are we, are we losing? I, I, I think Is that so. what's going on? So, um, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll never know. I don't, I will be, yeah, I don't be back after uh, a brief hmm. message, but another advice from that. And if you, whatever, if you're coming to get a, a deck that you don't understand, it's okay to ask what that card does. Like if it's in person, um, some people might might not like. He's on pause. Some people might just grunt, but usually people in the Pokemon community are really nice. So if there's a card that shows up and you don't know what it is, you can ask to see the card, or you can be like, "Hey, what does that card do?" And then most of the time, they'll be, "Oh, this card does this." Or you can get a really, like, my favorite person I met, like, the one time I went to an in-person tournament back in February, a guy grunts at me and just hands me the card. And I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. So easy a caveman could do it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. That's what, that's, that's like, I feel like that's something our buddy Roscoe R- would Roscoe do. Roscoe 100% would do that. <laughs> he would grunt. He would he'd be like, here, this is Look what at you with does. disdain that you have to even touch his cards, let alone look at them. <laughs> yeah, and and then another thing that's it's good for prepare for matchups and learning decks. There are we're lucky. Like if I was playing Pokemon fifteen years ago, 
like the only way of me figuring out what the meta was outside of going to your local shops or tournaments were through like articles that could be like weeks old on a tournament that yes. was like a month ago. Yep. So you you could just hop on YouTube, look up Pokemon, you could just type in Rillaboom deck, and then you're gonna get all these results of all these people that have played Rillaboom since it launched in Rebel Clash and then until now. Like it it's great. And then you have uh it's Tord or Tord. Tord. That's his name, mm-hmm. right? Tord? He's he's been making yep. he's been making waves with the Rillaboom lately because he's been using that for the past week and he's he's been plowing through deck after deck after deck with it. And then what's so bizarre, and Aaron made a joke about it, the dude only plays one Rillaboom V and one Rillaboom V Max. Yeah. So is it is it really a Rillaboom V Max deck? Like I think it's, it's more of a double like, ah. deck because there's two of those. There's two of those. Is it really? I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, something like so, that. Um, but do just sit back, look up, like read articles, look up YouTube creators like Tricky Jim. Andrew's really good. If sometimes uh, his his voice might get a little whiny after watching, he, he streams every day. He's a good guy, but he has this laugh sometimes where I'm just like, I'm just I'm just gonna turn it. I'm gonna turn it down. No, I'm joking. I love him. I love you, Andrew. I'm not trying to be mean. Um, so. And then there's what uh, Trainer Chip is that his name? Trainer Chip. I'm getting this. I don't. I don't know. He's a uh, yes. He's a, yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He he uh, he's pretty good with deck building too. And then I really enjoy Zapdos TCG. He's um he's English. Oh, he what's up, fun- everyone? Zapdos TCG here. <laughs> yeah. He, he's uh he has a fun accent and he he comes up with some clever clever stuff. And then uh, yes. And my personal favorite, maybe not for like TCG stuff, but like news and cards coming out, is uh, our buddy Russ from PTCG Radio. So, uh, there, there's Russ. yeah, he just he made the Players Cup with uh, Exadrill. You know, he, he had to. That was his uh, determination. So shout out to uh, Ross with his uh, brilliant, brilliant Exadrill deck. I ran into a couple of them. <laughs> they don't do very well versus a grass deck. <laughs> <laughs> So that's um yeah so it's just play practice figure out decks ask questions and do you know look up content we're lucky in 2020 where you can have everything at your fingertips the you want to get the better day, we did not have this it was kind of like the top players you had to know somebody to get any any kind of help with your deck yeah and, and if also you knew somebody you had a better chance at the tournament, yeah. and then you could uh, plan the whole the whole tournament could pl- be planned basically. Like, okay, so us three are going to play this deck, and we're going to tech this card for those players that are going to possibly be playing this deck, and that's basically how those tournaments went. Sounds horrible. <laughs> or a magazine that was like a month old. You're like, oh, oh, this is incredible. This is written really no, well. So see, uh, <laughs> the Poke Gym. Pokegym was a, I think Pokegym.net. That was that was a website. I think I think it's still a thing. Um, like I was on there. You could post trades. You could post your tournament reports. Anything like that. So that's I think the first like social media where deck lists were kind of like that was like the only place you could find them. There. But it's good. And um, next up is uh, play with good fundamentals, Aaron. Let's uh, let's get to that. 
fundamentals. Well, fun so, is in the word, so it's, you gotta have fun. That's how it works. Or um, else. So play with good fundamentals. I think really the the, the, the the base base version of it is know what conditions do, know how know the rules. The basic of basic fundamentals. That's gonna be a start to start working on your good fundamentals. Um, knowing when to Marnie and when not to, watching your opponent's hand. Like if you see them struggling with energy and they're on three cards, or even if they're on six cards, but they're not you know, it's been a turn, there's no energy out for that, don't Marnie. Just sit there and let them suffer until... <laughs> yeah, there's no energy, let there's them no suffer. supporter. Like, watching your opponent's um, hand and how they're playing, um, knowing or, you know, when to check their discard pile, your discard pile. Know, know what you have in your deck so that way you can be prepared for what you need to do to win. Um, anticipate yourself being marnied, I think is a good one, too. Like, I had this whole plan, and now it's gone. Time for a new plan. Be ready to react, I think, is a great fundamental. Um, and adapt to the situation that you, you know, you run into. Um, on top of that, just, you know, know your deck. That's probably one of, I guess, the, the best fundamental of knowing when to play something, when not to, when you can discard cards, when you can't. Just, I, I, in a sense, I would say those are the basics, but those are, you know, the basics are the good fundamentals. Um, I don't know if either if you have anything else to add that maybe I missed or might suggest. I already added. No, that's not fun. allowed. <laughs> I I like to quote. <laughs> you must take this serious. Yeah, I like to quote that Dan has to start off with uh, how he succeeded, where he has practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect, and I and I really like that because it's it's true. Because if you're just playing and you're just practicing playing and you're not paying attention to what you're doing, like Aaron suggests about like going through your deck, like there's all these little little traits and pickups you need to learn to continuously be a good player. And the the first thing, and I I sometimes still struggle, is making sure I know what's in my deck. Um, I'm I'm getting better, and uh, like today I had a misclick. I uh, I played, um, uh, damn Proper. it. Uh, electric radar, electric radar. Yeah, they, I played that. I discarded my two cards. I went to search my deck. I was like, okay, I want to. I'm going to grab a Dedende and then some random. I think it was just another Picaram, just so I can thin out my deck to get what I need. And I'm going through everything, and I'm like, okay, all right. I, I have all my energies. Everything's there. I'm missing a boss's order. Blah blah blah. And I just end it. I don't even grab my Dedende. I didn't grab my cards. I just ended it. And I was like, you gotta, you gotta be kidding so- me. Like I was so I, I no. was so I was so I was so focused in what was in my deck and I totally forgot oh, why man. I was doing it and I remember just doing the emoji of a sad I face. Did that, I did that in a, <laughs> I I did like, that in a game earlier today where I was like, "All right, I got this. I just need to get out my Relic and Lona next year tag call." I'm like, "I don't even need the Mallow and Lana." And I click on a Mallow and Lana and click done. I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like I just I just fall on spaced on it and grabbed the exact wrong thing I knew I didn't want. Um, so, so two things: <laughs> keep yourself focused is a good fundamental, and number two, proper mouse control. We have learned today also from both Pokedead Adam and Rick. Um, so, you know, pick up a game like Osu, um, some other thing that allows you to click accurately on the screen. Important for right now on the online scene. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just good and. 
knowing knowing how to get out of situations or knowing what cards that you need out like thinning your deck is super important like if it's just something completely random like say you had two quick balls in your hand you played a quick ball you discarded something random maybe a pokemon you don't need just to grab a pokemon out of your deck and then played the other quick ball discard the pokemon you just grabbed to grab another card out of your deck and then raises your percentage you know higher to pull what you needed and like a, a good example is saying you're you're running something that doesn't have any energy acceleration whatsoever right and you run say just for simple math you run 10 energy in your deck you know you grab your seven cards to start off the game and so what that's 53 cards they no sorry the seven plus the six was that 40 f- 42 43 what is that Simple math, math right now. I, I, I give me the math again. Give me the math again. Six, six, 12, 12, 13. Okay, 47 cards. My God. So you have 47 cards after your prizes and your seven, um, your seven cards in your hand. And you're trying to grab an energy. You have 10 of them in your deck. Right now, your percentage to grab an energy from your deck is a whopping 47%. Currently, this is complicated. If it's 10%. 10, I, yeah. So, what you're trying to do is the more cards you remove, say I did that, I played the quick balls, I got rid of it, I'm thinning my deck, and say I got it down to. Oh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't be that way. It would be high, higher than. Did I am so lost right now in your math? 40. <laughs> well, okay. You, you have 10 energies. <laughs> sorry. You have. You have 10 energies and 47 cards. So the 13 cards you draw and in your prizes don't contain an energy. You have 10 in your deck, right? So as of right now, you have 47% chance of drawing. Dude, that would be no. like half your deck is energy. It's more like 15 yeah, like no, no. percent It's more, I, 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 I apologize. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. 10, 10% <laughs> of 43, you, so what, it's Four, four so point seven. 4.7%, right? If it's 10 out of 40. Because no. No. 10 out of 40 is 20%. 13. All right. We add seven more cars, there's 10. It's somewhere It's too late. My brain is not working. It's like way. 18%. There you guys go. 15 to 18% chance. Continue, Rick. I got you. <laughs> so is, he you're, talking, is he a wet, wet forecaster? Yeah, it's about to snow. <laughs> My announcer voice. So you you're thinning you're thinning your cards of taking your fourteen to eighteen percent, removing those two three cards from your deck, trying to make sure you draw an energy on your first turn, will bump it up roughly around twenty percent of pulling the energy you need, and then that's and it goes into that what cards you need as the game continues. So, like you're thinking of it, think of it as like just math. It's very well. The bottom line: it's very important to thin your deck. Like, if it's cards just to get rid of that you already know you don't need. If it's Pokemon, if it's uh, my my favorite is like two Picaroms. I I don't set up two Picaroms. So there's no need for it. It's not going to happen. It's got to be a Picarom and a Raichu Raichu or something like that. So I'm going to grab a Picarom after that and I'm going to discard it and then so forth. It's just really, really yeah. Important. In Lapras, I use Capacious Buckets like just like <laughs> it's going out of style just mm-hmm. to get them out of my decks because like I I run thirteen energies, so it's like 
I want them out of my deck. I want all those energies in my hand. And then I also run the training court mm. to get them from the discard. Discard. So it's like, if I can just get them into my hand, then I have a higher chance. Yeah, I do of the same thing with like Furfield Stadium. I'm just grabbing all my evolution Pokemon into my hand just to get them out, so I draw their stuff. Yep. But yeah, uh, and plus it lets yes, you look through your deck. What do I need? Okay, I don't need anything done, but I know what I got. And it also gets you out of a bad like Marnie. So like, if you all those cards you needed. You got Marnie, they're all at the bottom. You used her real stadium, <laughs> look through your deck, mm-hmm. and the whole deck shuffled. You can just oh, shuffle it because you feel like it. Well, I love the, the shuffle on turf field because I don't have a plant Pokemon, but I can still <laughs> shuffle my deck. So I'm just like, yep. Yep. Deck shuffled. So, yeah, whoop, so whoop. Think, of, think of that too. Like, that's a that's mm-hmm. a two way street. Your opponent can just shuffle their deck too. I, I do it all the time. Like, I'll discard a card with their um, giant hearth just so I can get less cards in my hand. And then play like the Crobat or the Dedenne and yeah. just draw more cards. Yeah, for sure. All right, I want to get into this last thing because we're, we're running super long on this episode. Um, the final thing is make good decisions in each situation. And um, he, he brings up there's three different situations that he really, really, really enjoys. There's knowing prize trades, board state, and resource management. Those are the big, big three of making good decisions. And one of my favorite things is knowing is like prize trades is you're trying to figure out. And he, he has he has a very good example that I really, really enjoy that I, I want to talk about. He says, I won a round by using my single prize Pokemon until opponent was down to one prize remaining. At that point, I could have put down a tag team Rashram and Charizard GX. I had 270 hitch points to take my last couple prizes by playing this way. My goal was to make my opponent take eight prizes to win the game, five single prize attackers and one tag team GX. Since my opponent had to take eight prizes to win and I still only had to take six, I won by controlling the prize trade. This approach will vary greatly based on matchup type of decks, etc. But the prize trade is a key thing to keep in mind when you're putting together your plan to win the game. And that, I, I didn't do that at all until I read this article, and now it made complete sense. Like, if I'm trying to build something where he's knocking off certain Pokemon, and then the last thing I have is like a bigger Pokemon, like if it's a a V Max or a tag team, and he ready, say took five prizes, right? And now he has to get rid of one of my tag teams to win the game. That's three extra prizes, so that's six seven. That's how I get to six seven eight, or even if it's he get four four prizes. So he knocked out two Boltons of mine. And then now that's four prizes. But in order to win, he's got to take a tag team out of mine. That's seven prizes to his six. And then I found that very helpful when it's going damage-wise. So, like, if I'm attacking, if I boss his order and I know I can't kill them in one shot because I play Pikaram, I don't kill anything in one shot. The most damage I can do is if I save up the two extra energies on my Raichu Raichu and do the 250 damage. That's the most I can do on the deck, which is super cool. Long story short, I can use that. I get the free retreat. I bring out the Tapu Koko, Tapu Koko V for free retreat. Tapu Koko. Tapu, Tapu Koko. And it's, it's, just, it's just very helpful. So it's just going to where I place my damage, what I'm going to try to do to get my six prizes, and then having them worry about how they're going to get six or whatever, or in calculations, seven, eight prizes to win the match. 
Um, I like that. I like that a lot. See, I typically try to control the board state when I have like mm-hmm. my Articunos active because yeah. it's like they can't take three prize cards. They can only maximum they can take is knocking out the one. And then it's like, okay, now you have to take out three with my um, Lapras VMAX. Uh, and then how how important is the board state, Adam? Like how, how do you view how important the board state is? On the PTCGO, it's very hard to – at least for me to control the board state because I'm always like I I like to play a lot of my cards in my hand and if you watch some of the top players they make like one or two moves and like they're like done and me I'm like oh crowbat for three I'll do this and I'll do that and then it's like I have two cards left in my hand but my opponent's like well Mm -hmm. why would I Marnie them and I found myself when I'm facing people if if like they have two or three cards I'm like why would I Marnie them I'll just play Mm -hmm. Sycamore and just discard my hand Yep. So, it, it it's very important, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I like it. Yeah, it's it's very important to see, especially right now. The biggest thing with Eternatus is you know they want eight dark Pokemon on their bench, so it's it's important to figure out the best way to do that is that they set up a second Eternatus V Max. If they just have one, nothing feels I love it when you knock it out and they have to discard three Pokemon. Like it just, it feels so good. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude, what are you, what are you going to get rid of? <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's important, especially in certain decks. Um, I put, of course I play Picaram, So I play the Dendes and I play a Crobat. And if the, if I'm playing ADP, my best way in that situation is I don't play those cards. I I have to play my research. I have to Marnie. I have to be very careful with my my search ability at that point, or I can just lose a game with back to back bosses orders. Like you just you don't want that. But sometimes I understand you can't help it. Sometimes you have to, or you get the uh, Mar Marwile Marwile Marwile. Yeah. Help me out here. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, the Marwile GX. Yeah, with so, the, the ability that pulls the basics from your opponent's hand. I've done that a couple times. It's a good feeling taking out a Dene or a Crobat. You're like, try to use that. Yeah. And that's like they're, they're one out. And like I know as the ADPZ player, like sometimes like that's my way out. I can't draw anything. Oh, yeah. But that leads us to the last part, and that's resource management. And that's, that's, that's a part that's kind of hard to beginning players because you're – you're like, do I play this now? Do I play this later? And one thing I view Pokemon, and I'm not, a, I'm not a good chess player whatsoever. I, it's, I'm not. It's, it's a good game. It's fun. And my brain doesn't want to do it. But you need to see yourself two, three turns ahead. Like Aaron said earlier, maybe a, you plan that you're going to get Marnie, right? So that that puts you in a situation where do I use these cards now or do I use this later? Like one of my biggest fears. Is like putting Tapu Coco down, even though I I can't even use it right now. There's no I can't use its ability. I don't have any energy on the bench, and then it gets bosses ordered and then removed, and then I lose part of my acceleration. That bothers the shit out of me. But what if I did all the stuff I needed to pull the card from my deck back into my hand, and I leave it and I get Marnied, and I'm like, well, 
I lost resources for nothing. And I, I always battled back and forth. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I scream YOLO with Lonely Island YOLO playing in the background. And it really yeah. pumps me up. And then I just, I just do it. But one of, the, one of the key things of knowing is like ADP resources go so quickly. Like if they're rolling, if they're, they're not in it for the long haul. They, they're trying to alter creation by no later than turn two. And then every, everyone's set up. Uh, metal saucers are all attached to Zashin on the bench trying to get the boss's order. They're, they're going through things as quickly as possible. And if you can survive those turns two, three, and four, by by then they could be they could be out of resources. They flipped all their turbo energies, and then nothing happened. And uh, yeah, just be it's important. It's definitely it's just hard mm. to think that way at times because sometimes I'm yeah. just trying I'm just trying to be like oh shit I gotta I gotta get this I gotta get this going. Why is this not going? I enjoy sending all <laughs> their energy back into their bottom of the deck. It's always fun. <laughs> uh, with uh, yeah, Rollet and a yeah, Executor? It's, it's not at the bottom of the deck, but it's into the deck. It's like, oh, you have all this energy. God. I like it. I do. I, I feel like that, that's also it, really good against Kikaram. If it's like a... For those types of things. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh man, I, I'm about to do 300 damage with Bolton. And then you're like, nah. <laughs> oh man, I did have one, for, uh, one where I had a horrible starting hand. That was the one I lost. I like, I finally lost a Pikaram game after like 20 Pikaroms. Um, and it, it, a bolt-on came out. I had a horrible starting hand, and he they had he had like eight energies out by like the third turn, and just wiped me out. I was like, well, I'll just take those losses. <laughs> like there was no way to win. I was so <laughs> dead. I had a Rillaboom, and the Rillet and uh, Lone Ice Cream. That's all I had in the field. There was no way for me to win. Um, but I let him kill me. I didn't even concede. I gave it to him. <laughs> You're not touching my real. See, I, see, some some people like to like to concede really fast. I like to make my turn go as long as pro- possible when I know I'm going to lose. No, it depends. <laughs> oh, ask Aaron. The, ask I, Aaron what I, he said today. That, that stall deck today, man. I marnied twice. I timed out to lose. So he had he had like six minutes left <laughs> on his timer, and I timed out before I lost. I marnied twice. <laughs> I was wow. like, I'm at work. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it so much. The guy's like, oh, well, I hope this grind was worth it. Oh, I guess what you get um, playing a stall deck. And you got to imagine right? being on their side, too. Like, man, I can't wait to sit at my computer or sit on my tablet minutes. for the next, like, 40 <laughs> minutes, you know, just Clicking playing this game. after I have like, one more card than my opponent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's, I mean honestly I feel um, like people who play that kind of ones you have to literally expect that kind of stuff to happen like you're playing a deck that is literally just horrible in terms of fun for anybody so it's like you're going to be gre- you're going to be grieved by people doing that to you all the time and I am sorry the person I did it to but screw you at the same time <laughs> well at least yeah. you, you know how but at least you know it's how like you're playing a stall deck but I'm stalling <laughs> exactly. you yeah, you want to win this match, and that's they're probably basing it off of like people uh-huh. fast scoop all the time, so they're like, oh, hey, this I person's gonna won scoop if, soon. Hey, Come I on, guy, won you need if to scoop. Seven, or flipped seventeen tails in a row. I'm just saying, it's all it would have taken. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Did you was your bench no, full so you no, couldn't retreat? So he, it's the deck that was linked in it. So basically, it has an Omanyte that if you have less Pokemon on the field than your opponent, they can't use items. And I know, but you play Mello and Lana for they were already retreat. Gone. I, I, I they were already gone. I, I well, one was prized and the other one was gone. Um, and my El, my Eldegoss okay. is also already gone because I bossed order to kill something else earlier to take care of it. So, and then they have the, I can't remember yeah. the Pokemon, it's a grass Pokemon, that if there's a special condition on the poke, on your opponent's Pokemon, they can't retreat. So he just bossed over my Galt, my um, Crobat, which I, I can't retreat because of that effect, and I don't, I, all I have is two switches sitting in my hand. I just sat there, and he would just roll crush, he'd just snarl our Munchlax and just get back crushing hammers and just knock out all the energy, which I had enough in my hand if I ever could have done anything to get it all back. But there you go. There was yeah, for nothing sure. Nothing I could do, and had I just realized I could have just bossed the order of the Omanyte, I probably would have been fine. <laughs> but I'd never played the deck before, so it went bad. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, there's also a lot of helpful, um, helpful tips from our mm-hmm. Discord this week. Um, if you're interested, please reach out. We're still in our beta testing for our Discord before our Patreon is launching within the next couple of weeks. Um, they're all there for anyone to see. It's, it's it's really good. I was gonna list some off, but I feel like this was a good time to just plug in our Discord. Come to our Discord, read some more tips. It's gonna be a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to time, we're going to skip card of the week. We will hold Venusaur and Snivy for a right. later date, and let's open some cards. All right. All right? So wait, what? What are you opening? <laughs> so we got Cosmic Eclipse. Cosmic Eclipse. We got the uh, we got the gods. And then one with uh, whatever. What's his name? Salgaleo and Salgaleo. Salgaleo. Yeah. So I feel like the best option is gods, this, gods. Well, the best part about Cosmic Eclipse is that they said F the green code rule and we're going to (laughs) put stuff in. So even if it's a green code, it still could be something good. I know. Just keep that in mind. It's always. Oh, man. All right, Wood. Okay. Um,. Uh, and to for Pokedex Scott, it's titties titties, two sixty nine. Uh, Gabriel, vagina, Gabriel six. Lesbians, um, cat, penis titties. You're welcome, Scott. Uh, fighting energy. Lana's fishing rod. Vaporeon. Absol. Duskull. Timpole. Piplup. Piplup? Cosmog. I'm reading these. I'm actually reading these about just by looking at the pictures, guys. It's a miracle. Ponyta. Because it is a blurry camera. That's today. awesome, buddy. I'm so proud of I you. can't read this one. I don't know what's on this. Phantom. It's a phantom. <laughs> I got it just in time. And a uh, Mimikyu. That was a good card uh, a few months ago. <laughs> uh, Pokemon GX have damage counters on them. Both yours and your opponent have no abilities. Fun times. That was brutal. I hated that. I was like, look at my dark box deck. And they're like, Zigzagoon. They're like, they're like, hey, psych. Uh, all right, Adam, Good this luck. is for you, bud. All right. 
Megan, Carmen, Quentin, Gabriel, <laughs> Crystal, with a K. Defeats the purpose. Doug. <laughs> Mark. Rillaboom. Uh, Bart. Leon. Six. Gabriel. J. J's and J. Son. <laughs> All right, we got a dark energy. It's it's spooky season. Lana's fishing rod. Chaotic swell. Why are you type no? Light lit lit Leo. Flubebe. Flubebe. Sveal. Nat two. How do you do? Uh, Palpitoad. Palpatine? Reverse hollow type null. And the rare special ultimate awesome card is... <gasps> Alunala hollow. Woot woot. Yeah, you have an option right there for it. Rilla and boom. That's two separate words. Oh yeah, that was. I uh, just it, it's it's the name is the one thing, Rillaboom. So you got you gotta. People are gonna be like, "What?" All right, we got Megan, Katrina, Gabriel, two, X-ray, Michael, Joseph. Oh, I should do Jordan. Michael Jordan, four, Heather, Quail, Victor, Derek, six. There you go. What's his name? We have Lightning Energy. Lily's Poke Doll, uh, Dragonium Z Dragon Claw, um, Arquated. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Araquanid. <laughs> Why off? Passy Mane, uh, Jangmo O, <laughs> Rollet, uh, Skrulp, Skrulp, S K R E L P, Skrulp. This is a, still the best Pikachu ever, right here. Ride the Lightning Pikachu. Oh, we got a reverse hollow ultra neocrosma. So that's pretty cool. And the hollow is a Komomo. Komo o o. Komo mo wo wo wo. Um <laughs> That's bad. That's that's terrible. I'm so <laughs> that's that's so terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. So it's all, all cosmic eclipse. Yeah. Good cards in that set. So if anyone's interested in the hollow <laughs> Ultra Necrozma Komomo and was a Luna. It was Luna. 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 Nuala. Luna. La la la. Um, question of the week is. I don't know. Uh, What's the question of the week? Um, what should be in every deck? What did I say should be in every deck? I don't even remember what you said should be in every deck. Come on, guys. It's I don't really even easy. <laughs> Simple answer. Okay. No, should I tell you? I said I said one of the parts about building an excellent deck list at the very start of it. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, Adam, I deeply appreciate you jumping in and giving some awesome, playful, helpful tips for Pokemon. I hey, I did my best. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was great. Thanks for having uh, me on the show. Always. Can't okay, wait yeah. to have you on the Vivid Voltage review. It's going to be a good time. Sounds like a shockingly Boom. good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, you guys make sure you check Adam on his podcast, Special Conditions, and got to watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. Those and are t- Lured Up. Oh, you're on Lured Pokemon Up, too? Go, the anim- yeah, Pokemon Go, the anime, and the TCG. It's kind of like where we go with all of it. A little, little box up. Uh, you find it all on uh, Pokemon Professor Network. Check their Patreon. Check their website. Check their Instagram. But if you're a TCG fan, their Instagram sucks. So don't worry about... No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, lately I haven't been uh, motivated to do anything. I've been in like the just like pack opening. I just want to open more packs. And then it's like I don't record it. And then I feel like terrible because oh, I don't awesome record thing. it. That no one gets to see. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. (laughs) Um, Also, if you guys are looking for the link for the Discord, make sure you just hit us up on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and we'll send you the link. You can check out those nice little tips that we have people gave us on our Discord. They're really good. There was some really good content. One guy just gave us like a little book, so you could just read through that whole list. It's, uh, it's pretty good. And um, just fun housekeeping, if you're listening on iTunes, please, please, please make sure you give us a five-star review. We're right now doing a fun giveaway that if we reach 100 five-star reviews on iTunes, we were going to give out two build-and-battle kits for Vivid Voltage for Charizard hunting. Just make sure you, you leave a review, you type out a review, and at the end of it, you're saying, hunting for the Charizard. Um Spotify, we love you. We told you once this thing is over with, we'll do something for you guys too. But if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that follow button. And yeah, Instagram, whatever. It's TCG. We appreciate you guys coming every week and listening. And if you're new and this is the first time you listen to Pokedads, hi, welcome. Hey, how are you doing? Hi, listen. How are you? Hey, hi, listen. Um, make sure you check out the, the past episodes, especially the first seven. We dig deep into how to play the game. And, um, yeah, they're not that great. How dare they are. Hey, we, we've grown gold. this fast here. <laughs> Have you listened to the first episode ever? Have you just sat back and listened to it? Absolutely. It's, it, it's rough. It's we, rough. We don't, that's the episode we don't talk about. <laughs> I just, Rick's like, I really hate how I, I start the episode. A Pikachu, a Pikachu, Chow, Pikachu, and there's there's things called trainers, <laughs> and you do things with them. Like there's there's like a stadium that's like a supporter. I th- I, I think you know, just start like, and then you just start making up things, and I'm like, man, does he Sounds know accurate. what he's talking about? I don't think it was that bad. You guys are crazy. What do you mean? Gold. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just the mispronunciation of uh, almost every Pokemon I still love that still happens. That's, that's the point. Like, that's, that's a stitch. A that's... Stick. That emotional time with Rick. Those are, those are his two things. Emotional time with Rick. <laughs> my favorite time, son. Yeah, I just need to read more. Ooh, that's man. what I got to do with my life. But, uh, yeah, as always, I'm Pokedad Rick. I'm Pokedad Aaron. And I'm Pokedad Adam. I hope you guys have a wonderful morning. Look at this guy. He's trying to rush. I got to do my little I thing. Do what I got to do. He's like, remember, remember, remember. Anyone that's made it to the next round of uh, the Players' Cup 2, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. I want to give you a thumbs up. Congratulations. And I hope you do well. And um, yeah, am I salty? I didn't get to participate. I'm always going to be salty. But hey, I'm sure there's a Players' Cup 3 coming in a couple months. I'll make sure to do that. 
and it'll, it'll be a good time. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Deuces. This is my turn now. Go Ray, for it, Wynn. <laughs> yes, you did it. All right, later. Deli bird. Now. This is less of a when Ripley's recording it or something. I don't know why we're I'm recording it again. You never actually told me. Rich. Because it's because it's clear. I was having you go through a speaker before, okay, and then you you just sound like you were on a phone call. Like I am on the, the best. Phone call. Okay. Yeah, but anywho.